Chapter 26 The Island of Paul the Hermit But St. Brendan and his comrades sailed towards the south, glorifying God and all. On the third day there appeared to them a small island far away to the south. When his brothers had begun to row faster, and they had come near the island, St. Brendan said to them, Men, brothers, do not tire your bodies overmuch. You have enough toil. It is seven years to the coming Easter that we left our fatherland. You will now see Paul the spiritual hermit, who has lived in this island for sixty years without any bodily food. For the previous thirty years he got food from an animal. When they had got to the shore, they could not find a landing place because of the height of the cliff. The island was small and circular, about two hundred yards in circumference. There was no earth on it, but it looked a naked rock like flint. It was as long as it was broad and as it was high. When they had rowed around the island, they discovered a landing place so narrow that it could scarcely take the prow of the boat, and disembarkation was very difficult. St. Brendan then said to his brothers, Wait here until I return to you. You may not go on land without permission from the man of God who lives in this spot. When the Venerable Father had come to the top of the island, he saw two caves, the entrance of one facing the entrance of the other, on the side of the island facing east. He also saw a minuscule spring, round like a plate, flowing from the rock, before the entrance to the cave where the soldier of Christ lived. When the spring overflowed, the rock immediately absorbed the water. When St. Brendan had come near the door of one of the caves, the elder came out to meet him from the other, saying, How good and joyful it is that brothers live together. When he said this, he requested Brendan to order all the brothers to come from the boat. As they embraced him and sat down, he called each of them by his own name. When the brothers heard this, they greatly wondered, not only at his power of divining, but also at his dress, for he was entirely covered by his hair, from his head and beard, and other hair down to his feet, and all the hair was white as snow on account of his great age. They could only see his face and eyes. He had no other clothing on him except the hair that grew from his body. When St. Brendan saw this, he was discouraged within himself and said, Alas for me who wear a monk's habit, and of many owing allegiance to me by virtue of being monks. Here I see sitting before me a man already in the angelic state, untouched by the vices of the body, although he is still in human flesh. The man of God said to him, Venerable Father, how great and marvellous are the wonders that God has shown you, that he did not show to any of the Holy Fathers. You say in your heart that you are not worthy to carry the habit of a monk, but you are greater than a monk. A monk uses the labour of his hands with which to clothe himself. But God from his own secret supplies feeds and clothes both you and your companions for seven years. And I, unhappy, sit here like a bird on the rock, naked but for my hair. St. Brendan then questioned him on his coming, and where he came from, and how long he had endured such a life there. The other answered him, I was brought up in the monastery of St. Patrick for fifty years, where I looked after the cemetery of the brothers. One day, when my director had pointed out to me the place to bury one who had died, an unknown elder appeared to me and said, Do not make a grave there, brother, for it is the burial place of another. I said to him, Father, who are you? He said, Why do you not recognize me? Am I not your abbot? I said to him, St. Patrick, my abbot? He replied, I am he. I died yesterday. This is the place of my burial. Make the grave of our brother here, and tell no one what I have told you. But go tomorrow to the seashore. There you will find a boat. Embark in it, and it will bring you to the spot where you will await the day of your death. In the morning, I went, in accordance with the Holy Father's command, to the shore and found exactly what he had told me I would find. When I had embarked, I sailed for three days and three nights. After that, I let the boat go wherever the wind would drive it. Then on the seventh day, this rock appeared to me. 
I got onto it immediately, letting the boat go and kicking it to my foot so that it would go back to where it had come from. Straight away, I saw it ploughing waves like furrows through the plains of the sea so as to return to its home. But I stayed here. About three o'clock in the afternoon, an otter brought me a meal from the sea, that is, one fish in his mouth. He also brought a small bundle of firewood to make a fire, carrying it between his front paws while walking on his two hind legs. When he had put the fish and kindling in front of me, he returned from where he came. He took iron, struck flint, made a fire from the kindling, and made a meal for myself on the fish. Thus it was for thirty years. Always every third day, the same servant brought the same food, that is, one fish, to do for three days. I ate a third of the fish each day. By God's grace, I had no thirst. But on Sunday, a trickle of water came forth from the rock, and from this I could drink and fill my little container with water to wash my hands. Then, after thirty years, I found these two caves and this well. On it I live. For sixty years since, I have lived on this well without nourishment of any other food. I have been ninety years on this island, living on fish for thirty years, and on food afforded by the well for sixty. I live for fifty years in my native land. The sum of the years of my life until now is one hundred and forty. Here I have but to await in the flesh, as I have been assured, the day of judgment. Go then to your native land, and bring with you vessels filled with water from this well. You must do this since you have a journey before you of forty days, which will take you till Holy Saturday. You will celebrate Holy Saturday and Easter Sunday and the Holy Days of Easter, where you have celebrated them for the last six years. You will then, having received the blessing of your steward, set out for the promised land of the saints. There you will stay for forty days, and then the God of your fathers will bring you safe and sound to the land of your birth.